Hello and welcome to another Source Property Podcast. My name is Chris Kirkwood and you join me today with a very special guest. Now, I'm not going to tell you who that guest is yet because I'm going to tell you about the title of the podcast. Now, what we're looking at and what we wanted to do a video on was remote working and building your business, even if you are remote. And the purpose of that is that in property, you might find exactly the right deal, but it might be the other side of the country. You might find something else to look at, but again, it might not be close to where you are, or you might be working away for a little while and it might be back where you're based. A lot of people in property invest in different areas that they're not geographically based. And therefore, we need to know how we can not only do that deal, but also scale your business. Now, we've just recently collaborated with a company who we're really, really pleased to be working with. And that is our guest today. So Peter Baker of UK Rooms for Rent, say hello. Hello, everybody. Chris, thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast today. Really looking forward to it. Got some really good content to go through. So if you guys haven't heard UK Rooms for Rent, let me give you a bit of background into them, actually. So they were a specialist HMO letting agent and they were based in and around sort of North Manchester and since setting up they've now started another brand called UK Homes for Rent because they're getting into the general letting agency marketplace but also they are not happy with being just based around Manchester they are going to cover the entire of the UK so imagine that you're a letting agent how do you cover the whole of the UK from just one branch that is a massive undertaking so they're perfect for talking to on this podcast because some of the skills, some of the focus that they've had in building and scaling their business, you're going to be able to put into your property business. Some of the problems that they've had, you're going to have, and you can see how they've overcome them and how they've not let those problems hold them back. So Pete, really appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about UK Rooms for Rent and how you fit into their overall structure. UK Rooms for Rent as a company started probably 11 years ago. And I joined just over five years ago into the company when it was more of a fledgling stage. The office and setup system that we have at the moment means that we currently are managing 280 properties across the UK. That's anywhere from Carlisle in the north down to Hemel Hempstead, a couple floating around Bristol and Maidstone in Kent. So we've got really good traction and coverage over towards the northeast. We've got single lets in Newcastle, a couple of HMOs and single lets in Middlesbrough, over to the west side, but more up here, it's more kind of Chester area. We've got properties in Birmingham. So we're covering a very nice kind of area geographically. The company started off just doing HMOs, as you said. We wanted to be an expert in our field. And when we decided to go out to the market and become an expert in our field, we researched, we educated ourselves, we went compliance mad, we did everything that we had to do in order to put ourselves in a situation of, if we were a landlord ourselves, what risks would we face? What issues would we come up against? How would we build? How would we expand? How can we make this a bigger, bigger project and a bigger operation than just the sake of a 20 square mile radius of one location? As it stands now, I'm the business development manager five years in. We've got a great team of staff within the office environment, excellent back office support services. We've got property management and property compliance. We've got a lot of outbound staff. We've got an excellent lettings team. The point of our expansion now means we have got into a more of a national market and we're doing Doing it well, and I'd like to share with you perhaps some tips and some hints as to how we've actually been able to achieve it. Yeah, perfect. Now, there's a point, isn't there? Let me ask this question because I would say most of the people that listen to this podcast will have been at this point in some business that they've been involved in, right? So you're operating in and around North Manchester. You've got that 20 mile radius, and that's where your lettings are based. And then somebody says, you know what? Let's not just do North Manchester, let's cover the whole of the UK. So when you had that conversation, what were the things that came out of that conversation that then meant that you went forward and actually did it? Because I would wager 
that about 90 to 95% of people that have that conversation, they never do it. They never take it. They never take that step. They're not brave enough to expand their business so aggressively. So when you guys were having that conversation, what came out of that conversation? What were you talking about? And what were you seeing as the pitfalls and the things that were going to slow you down? Great question. And I think it's something that we've actually been working on and something that we discuss quite a lot with a lot of people throughout the whole process. The first thing is whenever you're going out of your natural geographical area and you're looking to expand area into another kind of location, people on the ground is the first thing that you've got to think about. It's like, great, I could have a property in Leeds, in Nottingham. I could have something in Folkestone or in Margate. How am I going to actually be able to service that client effectively? It all comes down to having relationships with people on the ground who are able to get out and actually work for you on a more of a a freelance or contracted basis to work for you to actually do that job that you need them to do. Let me just get to this, like, because this might be different. But in that original meeting, when you were talking about expanding across the UK, what did you envision that solution to be? What did you think that solution was going to be to have people on the ground in Leeds and Margate and Bristol and so on? What I thought the solution would be would, I wouldn't be saying no to any property in any area. So when we look at how you actually do it, getting the people on the ground in the location is the hardest thing to do because you need to get the right sort of person, the right location, the right acumen and the right mindset in order to be able to achieve your goal without messing around. First of all, need the properties in the area. So when it comes to I have a property in XYZ location. The first thing I would do is I'd go out to a local market to see if I can look at people to actually go and do viewings. So this is the first thing. Getting the photographs done, getting the marketing done, getting the viewings done. So uh, that step would then say for first of all, I need somebody to do viewings. That then quickly migrated to, hang up, there's letting agents throughout the UK. Forge relationships with those letting agents throughout the UK who are going to be able to help you. And not a lot of agents do this. So if you came to me and you said, oh, brilliant, you know, I've got a property, I would never say no to your business. Never say no, because I know that at some point within my career, within my networking, within the events I go to and my circle of and my circle of investment agents, I would be able to go to them and say, I've got a property come up. Are you happy to do a let only job for me? in a particular area. From our point of view, that then opened the playing field massively. How do we formalize that? How do we get in a position where we can approach the agents who don't know us or might not know us and say, look, I've got four three-bedroom semi-detached houses that need renting. Can we strike up a deal? We then need to look at what are those agents going to need from us in order for us to do that. So the collaboration starts there and then yes we went around the houses a couple of times thinking local viewing agents would be ideal but then the nail was hit on the head very quickly there's letting agents go out use them start utilizing their experience their inventory services their inspection services their viewing services their photographs the marketing the strength of all of this depended upon one thing could we centrally from one specific location manage every single tenancy effectively to a standard that will be acceptable by the local councils if a property is licensed? And would we be able to service that property and the property's maintenance and management needs being 200, 300 miles away? And then is that solution the same as the lettings or have you got a different solution for that? The solution is very much exactly the same as the lettings front. However, we start to think large scale. From our point of view, the fewer people that we have to work with, the easier it is for us to achieve our own, our own goal. When it comes to maintenance, agents, brilliant. I'm happy all day long to forge as many relationships with agents as possible because there'll always be reciprocal work. And this is one thing that we actually discovered from this, which works very well. With the maintenance side of things, I don't want to have in a situation where 
a tenant called up and we were like, okay, fine, we've got five different companies we can call in a set area. So then the relationship turned to the next thing. We need maintenance. We need national coverage. Let's start approaching companies that do facilities management for residential and commercial. Let's have a look at what their setup is. Let's have a look at how that then works within the global structure of things. Needless to say, possibly in the next nine to 12 months down the line, we will have our own national maintenance department opened in order to satisfy that need as well. However, for now, we go out to the FFM companies, the companies who are out there doing facilities management, who are able to deliver nationally. And the key is this, could you be at a house within an hour? Could you sort lead flashing on a roof? Could you sort out a dripping tap? Could you sort out a flood in a property? Could you sort out a CP12, which is a gas safety certificate for us? Could you do an EICR, which is an electrical inspection condition report? It then narrows down a funnel where we have one relationship with one company that do XYZ and another relationship with another company that do XYZ makes it clean cut and easier. The relationship starts building from there. So then the question would be that if you're using facilities management and if you're using letting agents, what is the benefit of a landlord coming to you and using you as the central hub and the central manager of, of their portfolio? Good question. Yeah, again, what we tend to find throughout the whole process is anybody can open a door and do a viewing and secure a deal and look at saying, great, we've got your tenant in situ. Where we one of their greatest USPs is the fact that we're so heavily compliance-led. We'll be able to look at a property when we take it on board and know 100% sure whether or not the property is safe, compliant, fit for habitation, or whether or not there are any issues that actually need to be discussed. Now, that's just one aspect of how we look at properties, but it goes further than that. If a property's HMO, for example, and it has an additional license or a mandatory property license, or if we're in a position where it needs an additional property license or selective, we'll actually look at every single property in exactly the same way. And our level of expertise in USP comes into the fact that every single property we look at will be forensically detailed and inspected. When it comes to that point, we're looking at the paperwork that accompanies that. It often happens to have a landlord that might come to us and say, Pete, I'm not happy with my current agent want to bring it over to you guys, hearing really good things, here's my tenant's details. And we look at a tenancy agreement that looks in order, but then we look at a deposit that's wrong. When it comes to situations like that, we know how to correct that, at what point to correct that, how to do it effectively without causing any issues, because we've been thoroughly trained and educated in how to gain a successful eviction. And I know, look, letting a property is great, it's fun, it's vibrant, everyone gets out there and the boom, bang, do the viewing, take the holding payment, get the tenant reference, get the keys in. That's for shiny stuff. Great. Well done. You're a great agent. But what happens when my rent's late? What are you doing about it? Our landlords are all got uh, access to a CRM. All of our landlords have actually got a mobile app. So if their tenant's rent is three days late, they get a ping. When it's seven days late, they get a ping. When it's 14 days late, they get a ping an alert they also get phone calls from our team this is what we're doing this is how we're doing it taking instructions from the client to every single step as to what would you like to do next how would you like to move on how would you like to go ahead and one of the great things is about the arrears chasing process that we have in place we are actually proud to say that we're an affiliate agent of a very known national legal company that's been set up for landlords so we're able to work alongside them and effectively gain successful possession. However, that starts at the very beginning. Is your paperwork straight? Does your tenancy agreement look how it should? Did you issue the documents at the correct stage? Has the tenants in the how to rent guide? Have they seen the electrical installation condition report? Have they had the CP12, which is the gas? Have they had evidence from the DPS that the deposit's all secured? So we often find ourselves in a situation where we will start again. If I get a bit of pay if I inherited tenant from another agent or a landlord and I'm 100% happy with the paperwork, 
brilliant, we'll proceed. If there's 99%, that leaves 1% of doubt in my head and we don't take the risk, we start again, we make sure the paperwork's straight. Now, this is why clients use us. This is why a lot of people come to us. And this is how we're able to grow nationally based upon the trust of clients, based upon the referrals as well, because we have a lot of clients that actually refer us to other investor landlords at networking events. We have a lot of people who, by word of mouth, oh, you manage my friend's house. Can you manage mine as well? So these are all little things that compound into a bigger, bigger story. So you've sort of touched on it a little bit there, but we've covered the, you know, how you solved the problem of having boots on the ground um, <laughs> and the way that you've, you know, that was a problem. You didn't know how you were going to fix that problem. You've approached it and you've come, come up with a solution in, to enable you to spread across the UK using either letting agents or facilities management companies. So that's like you've sort of touched on as well there. The people that are doing that boots on the ground stuff for you are not actually managing your tenancies because that's all done from a central hub. So this central hub, what did you have to do to that central hub? How did you have to build that up? How did you have to prepare to then scale that business to such a place where you were going from just North Manchester to the whole of the UK? I think, first of all, it started with the whole working cycle of the 360 element of it. So when we looked at the business requirements on a 360 cycle, what do we need? How do we need it? Where do we need it? And those are the first things that we asked ourselves. So it was more of a case of if we had a problem that was localized, we look at a global solution to it. Can we do this from this location? Yes. Can we do that from that location? Is it possible to, from our central office in Manchester, get a gas certificate done on a property in Leeds? And then we start looking at the network. The answer was no. Well, how do we then make that happen? Going out, forging the relationships with the large suppliers and retailers in the area. And what a lot of the good things mean, that because we do a lot of repeat business with a lot of companies, there's additional little benefits that come to it for our for our clients because it means that we might get things done slightly cheaper this is probably the biggest hurdle that we had getting together the the trades in the right locations to allow us to do this but all of it was only possible through having a cloud-based crm a management system in place where we can actually manage every single point of time where things are what needs doing and who's doing them so that if any one of the team actually looked at the system that we use they would be able to say oh that job there is allocated to this engineer in that area at one point bearing in mind during the pandemic we had four people within property management working from home and they were in different locations one of them was in newton and willows the other one was in manchester one of them had actually moved down to sheerness down in down in the southeast of kent and another one was at his mum and dad's in bradford well that then creates a thing you can't just call across the desk and ask somebody something so that was the first problem that we had how do we communicate things how do we get everything put in place and the crm was really the way forward for it so it didn't matter what sort of contract we needed in what area we needed them in. We had to do our due diligence on them, of course. We had to do all of the correct checks. We had to make sure and get recommendations. So it was an extremely arduous process. It probably took us about 18 months. And I won't lie, probably about 18 months in total to actually have a fully tip-top working solution to how you solve a problem when you bear in mind that's something that's you know we're doing our day-to-day we're still answering the phone calls we're responding to emails we're meeting and greeting new clients new tenants new landlords we're still growing a business so the hours that you find in between are the hours that you then start organizing and planning ahead and it took 18 months so by the time the pandemic hit we were actually able to be in that safe spot and position which is great for us because when the pandemic struck first time around and i know people are still talking about it, it's still something that's in the eye we were all working from home comfortably i only needed one person in an office and that's to hand out keys straight away we were forced more into the global solution 
of how you work remotely and how you expand a lot quicker. And I, I just want to touch on that, actually, because like I said to you at the beginning of the podcast, the reason that you're on this is because we've decided to collaborate. So Source and UK Rooms for Rent are collaborating together. And we'll go into a little bit more about that in just a second. But the reason and whenever I'm looking for another company to collaborate with, it's not just about where they currently sit in the marketplace and what they've done and the track record and all of that kind of stuff. What I'm really interested in is the scope and the focus and the mindset really of a company. And I love the way that you guys have over the last couple of years, you've constantly hit brick walls. You've got this big ambitious plan to roll lettings out across the country and you'll have hit brick wall after brick wall after brick wall like you said it took you 18 months in order to come up with a system that actually worked effectively and you know how many other people would have given up after two weeks three weeks four weeks given it six months and then given up because they couldn't get it in place and you guys have got this big ambitious plan and you are absolutely committed and dedicated to making it happen. And it's that solutions-based mindset that we have here at Sourced. We always try and think differently about problems and come up with many different solutions for any one individual problem. And I can see that you guys have exactly the same way of thinking about it. And that's what I really like. And that's why I think that this collaboration is going to work really well. But on the collaboration, do you want to just explain what the collaboration is and how we're going to be working together in order to help you guys and also help our franchisees. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of just cap off something that you just mentioned there about taking a long time to do things. I'm a very strong believer in the saying that I'd rather travel somewhere. I'd rather travel in the right direction slowly instead of the wrong direction quickly because by the time you get to the wrong place, it'll take you a lot longer to recoup it. The collaboration we've sourced is, from my point of view, probably one of the, you know, it's going to be a pivotal move for us moving forward. We are very excited to be getting involved and we're very uh, privileged really to actually be offered the opportunity to join our resources with yours and look at giving your franchisees and your clients and your customers and your investors the best sort of service possible. Working with the franchisees will be good because of the amount of educational work that we do that I currently do within the property circuit. So I attend a lot of the other property networking events that are currently out there and deliver educational content. And this is good because it enables me to automatically have the knowledge to be able to speak with your franchisees on a one-to-one basis, maybe on their induction days or on their lettings training days and deliver content to them that'll actually be extremely helpful and help them on their way. It's always daunting when you are brave enough and bold enough to actually venture into something new, such as a business relationship. And having the right people in the right places is definitely going to help. Absolutely. So, you know, I thank you for the education that you're bringing to our franchisees. I thank you for being part of our network. And obviously, there's going to be some income streams that the franchisees can add to their business because of the collaboration with you guys. So it's going to be a very exciting time. Okay, thank you very much for being here, Peter. Really appreciate you going through how you guys have built your business, scaled your business so quickly, aggressively and ambitiously over the last two years. And hopefully you guys listening have taken some tips and also taken some tips on mindset and just sticking with it. If you've got a big vision that you want to put into place, you know, stick with it. If you know that your plan is going to work, it doesn't matter how many times somebody tells you no, it doesn't matter how many brick walls you hit, you've got to stick with it. You've got to believe in what you're doing. We've got lots of other podcasts available, some about mindset, some more specifically about property. So look through the list of on your podcast provider, see if there's anything else that takes your fancy. And please take advantage of the content that we've put out there. If you've got any questions about this podcast or any of our other podcasts, then please write to podcast at source.co. And once again, thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks. Goodbye.